What's up, what's up? Thank you for joining us. We are here today on a special episode. Um, We are here to discuss Wakanda Forever. Um, This film just released uh, this past weekend um, on November 11th, 2022. And me and um, my two brothers, again, I'm Ed and my two brothers, Malcolm and Theo, we decided to watch this on opening weekend. And this movie um, really means a lot to us. Um, Again, not only just huge fans of Black Panther, but um, I guess we'd like to dedicate this episode. And the movie is also really kind of dedicated to the passing of Chadwick Boseman, who um, not only is a a fellow black man who's close to our age, um, was close to our age, but he's also a a fellow Howard alum, like my brother Theo. And um, again, we're really looking forward to watching Wakanda Forever. Me personally, um, again, the director, Ryan Coogler, uh, another black man who's a director from Oakland, uh, who presides in Oakland, just like my brother Theo, they remind me of each other. So um, we're pretty excited to give you guys a a quick review of this. Uh, Again, I think it's been out less than a week, so hopefully you you enjoy. Um, Now, enough of those quick introductions. Let's kind of go into our, uh, our usual introduction. Welcome back to the 26th episode of Cinematic Minds. On this episode, we'll be discussing the 2022 film Wakanda Forever, which is the sequel to the very successful 2018 film Black Panther. We'll also then be taking a deep dive into Angela Bassett's career. So first, our usual quick announcement before we get started. This podcast is a spoiler zone podcast in which we will discuss the entire plot of the film. All right, let's get started. For those of you who have listened to the first 25 episodes, we thank you for returning. For those of you who are listening for the very first time, we hope you enjoy the ride. So sit back and relax. But first, listen to these cool sounds provided by our musical curator, my bruh. DJ Chuck D. So what's up? Um, we got a special episode. This is kind of like impromptu uh, on season four. And um, I'm actually going to give well, one. I want to thank Malcolm uh, for doing this, but I'm going to give props to Theo a little bit. We were talking about this, I think, last week when I was in Detroit. And I was like, man, if you're watching on Saturday and I'm watching on Saturday, let's catch up for a call Saturday evening and talk about it. And Theo was like, bruh. 
why don't we just record it on the podcast? <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh, yeah, great idea. So uh, we are here to discuss Wakanda forever. Uh, the four of us, we got a very special guest. Um, but you know he's not he's getting a little bit very being very special and i think he's starting to become the fourth beetle the fourth member um we got theo malcolm and uh young stokely hollandsworth who is uh making his presence be known on on the speaker right now <laughs> um but uh yeah uh wakanda forever it came out this past weekend on november 11th 2022 um it was the sequel to the highly successful uh, 2018 film. Yeah, 2018 film, uh, Black Panther. And this comes in the wake of the tragic passing of Chadwick Boseman. Um, it was directed by Ryan Coogler, who reminds me of my brother Theo. <laughs> um, and yeah, so uh, as I just mentioned at the top, we wanted to kind of uh, we just watched this a couple of days ago and we wanted to share our thoughts. And uh, I got to be honest, I kind of purposely didn't really text any of you guys. So we'll kick it on off. Uh, I can share my initial thoughts, but I don't know if any one of you guys want to kind of kick things on off with sharing your initial thoughts. You got it, man. You can go first this time. OK, cool. OK. I was talking to Eddie, but if you want to go map him. <laughs> now, Ed, you should go first. <laughs> all right um I, I don't really have too much to say uh i liked it you know there's this thing of sometimes you shouldn't compare and theo actually i think you keep me you and ronda keep me honest on that on like hey sometimes you shouldn't be comparing art but hey it's a sequel when we compare it to the first one um not as as breathtaking or you know took me out of my seat as the first one but you know the first one was a little bit brand new in a lot of different ways um, I like the direction that they went. I like how they honored uh, Chadwick Boseman. Um, oh, I like Namor and the Blue People. I thought they were pretty cool. <laughs> that, I have them uh, specified as the Blue People in my notes, too. I yeah. didn't know what else to call them, like uh, the Blue People. <laughs> Every time the Blue People came out, I was like, bro, you about to get got. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I don't know how anybody survived like an encounter with the blue people. So. <laughs> um, I enjoyed it, and I think you know we got a whole hour, not a whole hour. We're going we're going to go back and forth and discuss some things, but I guess I just kind of say this: um, met expectations, not as good as the first one. I think I need to watch it again. Um. But I think it's going to propel, dare I say, the MCU into a new direction. But, mm-hmm. um, oh, and maybe one of the last one before I kind of kick it off to you guys is this. Uh, not even the MCU. I could see how they were laying the groundwork for the Disney Plus series and or Black Panther 3. And I didn't think they'd do it as obvious. But I think with the Blue Angels situation and stuff, um, yeah. I don't know if I'm getting them right. Blue and stuff. Angels were sweet. Yeah, so I'm like, and 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 here I'm trying to wish into reality, which I think it was like one throwaway line, but they're like, "Yeah, I almost killed my husband, Daniel Kalua, who's still alive, but not in this movie because he's filming Nope." 
And I'm like, <laughs> dude, could Daniel Kaluuya come back in Black Panther 3 or like in this Blue Angels TV series? So I think that'd be pretty cool. But overall, I enjoyed it. I like how it was Surrey. Oh, and I mean, reality, I don't know. I think I'm the only dude who wanted this to happen, but I was hoping they'd bring Michael B. Jordan back. Like, not, yeah. Michael, not Michael B. Jordan back. I'd hope they like, made Killmonger alive again and he was going to be new Black Panther. But I don't know. I don't know it, how much that was going to fly with Disney. Um, but I'm cool with Shuri. And um, yeah. So I, I maybe I should have more of a glowing review, but I'm glad while we're talking and stuff. And we're going to give my, my actual ratings at the end. But what about you, fellas? Um, yeah, so, you know, I thought it was cool. Um, I saw, I saw it in IMAX. I had some opinions here when it did. Oh, I'm jealous. You saw it in IMAX? Yeah. Uh, what'd you say, Theo? Uh, I was, Stokely was talking. He was babbling, but I think he's okay. <laughs> hey, he's starting to get pretty vocal, huh? Uh, yes. And handsy. He also discovered today, like, just today he just like started spitting in his mom's face and stuff <laughs> learning yeah. sorry go ahead um yeah so you know i thought it was cool uh yeah so like it was it was cool seeing it in imax and stuff um it was actually pretty sweet because like the imax you saw that's like right across the street from my like office building so uh, me and Elaine were able to go like check out like my place of work and show her that. And there's like a cool little bar and stuff that's open too, all like in the same little uh like uh in, like industrial center place. Um, but yeah, I mean, you know, I thought that Namor was a badass, like you said, Ed. He was he was really really cool. That was probably like my favorite character in the movie. Um, you know, I I, I was I didn't know like who the main antagonist was gonna be. Uh, in the movie, so I thought that that was like really cool, like you know, um, them putting Namor in a, in a, uh, a Marvel movie finally because yeah, he's like one of the badass, like most badass, like um, superheroes he's, in like he's very mercurial too, and I think yeah. they kind of represented that in the movie too. It's like, all right, he's good guy. Oh wait, now he's pissed. Mm-hmm. Oh wait, now yeah. he's on our side. Oh wait, now he's pissed again. <laughs> yeah. Um, you know. Um, I thought it was hella dope how they like brought the blue people into the movie. I thought that that scene where they brought them in and like they uh you know attacked like the uh the CIA folks on the ship. That shit was dope. I didn't know what was going on at first. I was like, is that like the Wakanda people? Like just like in scuba gear or some shit? Like I didn't know what was going on. But so what I what I saw on YouTube was that that was actually based on an actual comic book where oh, they really? were in the actual comic book like some some deep sea people are like searching for some mm-hmm. um some stuff and he kills like each of the people on the su- on the submarine one by one. Oh damn okay so, wait was that their first appearance or was their first appearance on the bridge because I thought that they're on the they're... bridge dude on the bridge nah, dude, that, that was the second appearance oh, okay see i thought the bridge appearance was cooler man yeah opinion. that was that was dope too yeah that's when the wells come on and the dude just like slides off yeah um but like and then you know similar thoughts to you man like i wasn't as impressed as i was with like the original film like i wasn't like as much in awe after watching it as i was with the first one um and then you know and i'll get to some points like some issues that i had with it but um, you know, it was cool seeing Julia Louis Dreyfus in the movie that like came out of nowhere. 
for me. But I did think that all the CIA scenes were kind of like hella boring and like didn't really add much value to the film, like unless it was like for story development. Um, so it is like, very none good. of those scenes were very memorable to me. So I went. If you don't mind, I can make. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah so here's a situation with Julia Louis Dreyfus. Mm-hmm. Uh, man, I should have some more notes ahead of me, but so she's a character, and she's been in actually a few Disney Plus series. She's been at the end of the Falcon and Winter Soldier. Um, so uh, she was at the end of that, and she was kind of recruiting the new uh, uh, Captain America, who's played by uh, um, um, Goldie Hawn and Kurt Russell's son, right? So mm-hmm. she was recruiting him. Also, she was at the end of a uh, Black Widow movie, um, recruiting. Um, oh, Black so she Wid- didn't be like the new like Nick Fury type character or something. Yeah, yep, but bad, yep, but bad guy. Um, yeah. a little bit more clear. Also, she's also kind of like the Amanda Waller, but Marvel version. Uh, oh, okay. so you know Vi- Viola Davis, you know what I mean? She's the Amanda mm-hmm. Waller in Amanda yeah. Waller DC. So so yeah, she's kind of like assembling them. And actually, there's a movie that's going to be coming on out called The Thunderbolts, and that's mm-hmm. going to be her team that she's assembling. So she's ahead of the CIA, but she's a it's telling you that she's a bad guy. Could you tell that she was the ex-wife of that guy? I didn't realize she was the ex-wife. Oh I yeah, him. I mean, I wouldn't know other than that one, like you know, one line. Like, I guess I, yeah. I guess I missed that. Yeah, yeah. I missed that. I guess. I'm like, oh okay. <laughs> like that was but, the extra detail they threw in. Like, oh, but, oh I, but I feel you know that, that. that's the um, what do you call? It? I was to a, a podcast called The Rewatchables. They always say, what's what's the uh. What's the part of the movie where you can take a pee break? So you're saying like the CIA moment, so the moment so you can take a pee break. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That that was that was pretty much my my pee break moments. Like every time I was like, ah oh, shit. All right, here we go. <laughs> I, I, I I hate to say this, but I felt like in the first one, I don't know if I felt this way so much this time, but on the first one, I definitely felt like the actor guy name is Martin Freeman, um, the guy mm-hmm. from The Hobbit, and I always look at him I'm like he's original Jim, right, from the original yeah. Office. But I'm like, all right. It's Black Panther, so they couldn't have it all black. They had to have at least one white actor in the movie. <laughs> so that's kind of his role, right? Yeah. <laughs> so I had some um I have several like issues like with the movie or just kind of things that I thought were plot holes that I want to talk through. But before I deep dive into that, um, I want to give Theo an opportunity to uh give his first take. Uh yeah, I mean. We actually ended up, well, we tried, we had this, it was hard, man. So, like, we took uh, the baby to the theater, so we saw it. Uh, How was I, it? I, uh, not, well, I mean, he was asleep and breastfeeding in the back for the first hour, but then after a while, he was, like, we were trying to, like, have headphones on him, but they were, like, too big, and, like, he was kind of starting to babble and talk. He wasn't crying too much, but, like, ultimately, uh, Anj had to, like, leave the theater and she so like he, he wasn't whole he wasn't happy about the whole recast to follow stuff yeah yeah uh, <laughs> i got to see most of it i mean i was distracted a couple times i was like standing up in the back with them so i got to see most of it but then like we had the bright idea we're like well let's go to the drive-in and see it again um and then like uh like halfway through the movie i like had the car in idle because the radio was playing the the audio and then like the car died <laughs> so like we missed like half the movie again like 
Because, yeah, <laughs> we were, like, trying to hear it from, like, other people's car radios and stuff. But you, so. but you, but you saw it, right? Yeah, I I definitely feel like I saw it mostly. I just felt bad because Anz didn't really get a chance to watch it, like, in full. Like, we're going to have to wait till like, Christmas or something when it's, like, out and we can, like, sit down and watch it. But uh, but, but I, you I did mean, see I, I did. it. You just didn't hear it. You just didn't see yeah. that second half. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> And I and I and I, the first time in the theater, I I pretty much saw like I would say like ninety five percent of it. And I watched I've watched at this point like two forty minute like YouTube breakdowns of the whole movie. Um, yeah, those were helpful. Yeah, it both were so- like forty minutes and super in depth. And then I watched one today that was just like on like plot holes, and yeah. that was interesting. Yeah. It was getting- I'll, give my, I'll give my shout outs. I go new rock stars and screen crush. Yep. Yup, <laughs> that's exactly what I watch. Yeah, so yeah, I'm super I cool. I like new rock stars. I'm starting to pick up on the screen crush dude. <laughs> He's funny with that dog and the blockbuster yeah. stuff. Yeah, but yeah. I was almost about to hate on him a little bit because they had titles being like, "Is Wakanda Forever good?" And I was already kind of being like, "I don't know, bro. Slow your roll." Like, yeah, <laughs> I don't know. Like I've been thinking about it more and more. Like, and I think that like. Uh, visually, artistically, like yeah, it, it looks hit good. all the notes. <laughs> but like for me, it, it's like it's that it started to feel like, um, yeah, like the same feeling I had to with Killmonger in the first movie, where I was like, I completely agree with and understand this villain. <laughs> now I'm just starting to get annoyed at like Wakanda. I'm like, in some ways, they have like this like superiority like moral superiority like shit that kind of like annoys me and i'm like yo like sometimes it's all right to like <laughs> like namor's got a point yeah yeah <laughs> namor has got a point just like cougar had a, cougar had a point it's like i don't know uh so i, I like that part in the movie when i think uh one of the bodyguards says you know what just totally like this messes up my entire childhood and they're like yeah yeah, yeah. Figure it out. <laughs> it's welcome, like, to, welcome to being an adult. Yeah, you know. Uh, so I don't know. Like it just it kind of the second time seeing seeing it even more so just kind of like made me question like a lot of like the motives behind. I don't know. It's it's like the whole idea that like the scientists. You know what I mean? Like they were like so like oh we got to protect this young girl scientist. Uh, and the the whole idea, I guess for me, it's like, I think the thing for me that the movie it set up at the beginning, I was really excited about was like Wakanda taking on like, um, like the CIA or like European uh governments and stuff trying to like destable the Wakanda, and they're like, no, nah, we're already we're we're gonna stop that in its tracks. But I was like, oh, this is what the movie's gonna be about. Cool, like. But then immediately it was like, no, actually, they're just gonna, there's gonna be like more infighting with like another like, you know what I mean, like chosen world of like brown people. I'm like, I didn't like. I thought I, at some point I was like, oh, okay, cool. Maybe they'll like clash at the beginning and then they'll like team up to fight like anti-colonialism. Yeah. But like, no, nah, it never happened. And I was like, well, the next movie, it, it's That's like probably the next movie. For the next movie <laughs> where it's like. Can can we like fight that? Because I I don't know. It was like I side with the people that I guess are your enemies in this movie. Like, <laughs> and I don't really want to see y'all fight with them. It felt like the stakes 
it, it just felt like at the end, neither side really wanted to fight. So whenever it was yeah. like, hey, y'all, like, that he he said uh, yield. And then all the people that were fighting, <laughs> trying to kill each other were like, all right, cool. Uh, we're good. Like, like, damn, it was that easy. I am so glad you brought that up, Theo. I was thinking about, I was like, there was, when he was like, hey, we cool now, right? All right, cool. I was like, there's so many dudes that are still like going at it on the yeah, boat. Yeah. Right. And like, I don't yeah. think that message has been relayed to them. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> At my head, like thirty seconds ago, bro, you over here like chopping it up with him, like right now, <laughs> right? And she, and you know what I, I realized is like, Killmonger in the dream is like, your brother let the man who killed your father go, and then she ultimately ends up letting the man who killed her mother go. I'm like, that was kind of like a unforgivable transgression bro like i don't know like <laughs> i mean like, but he, he's an avenger so <laughs> he's, gonna be in like, he's gonna be in like 10 more movies um oh the namor you're saying yeah yeah i feel you i feel you but it was like no yeah. i got you though i know yeah it's like yeah. i know i now you know it from the story telling though um, art from an arc standpoint then it's kind of like Hey, I want to tell you what you don't need to do, and then your your arc is I'm going to do that, right? <laughs> yeah, right. Um, but yeah, man. So I I I don't know. I can't like I think every it it almost felt it almost felt as if the the fact that black the original Black Panther died like it almost fit in like it was almost like was this the plan like even if you know he hadn't died just because like. I don't know. Was there something? About, I think it, like, I think it sped yeah. it up. I think it sped it on up. Uh, if you ask me, I feel like um, I'm spit. I'm 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 doing some theories, right? But I feel like uh, Black Panther probably would have came out last year, and you probably would have had a Siri focused series that would have already came out. Mm. And his death kind of pushed those. So, with his death, you make the movie the sequel focused on Siri becoming Black Panther. Siri, make... you saying Siri? I was yeah. like Siri. Yeah, you're right. My bad. <laughs> Siri, and and then you make the TV show on the Blue Angels, which that whole TV. That also, whole... is it Blue Angels? No, I don't think so. <laughs> I was like looking up Blue Angels, and it's like like the California Blue Angels, like <laughs> <laughs> the fighter pilots. I stuff. got I got the actual I got the Tanahasi Coates uh, comic book, um, Black Panther comic book that uh, kind of describes their storyline. It's pretty cool, so I think they're gonna make a cool TV show out of it. Mm. My bad, Theo. So, were you sharing anything? Uh, 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 any other stuff? about your initial thoughts i mean no like like i said like it just it hit the notes i I think i think the storytelling was good i thought all the acting was good um i don't yeah like dude what about angela bassett always bringing it always bringing it oh you know screen crush was like hopefully she'll get the oscar nomination which one i was like she didn't get no oscar nominations from old wakanda forever but then i started (laughs) thinking like dang Angela Bassett ain't got no Oscar. It's crazy. Yeah. No. 
I mean, maybe they'll, I don't know. Like, so I feel like Wakanda forever, or like the Black Panther series in general is like more impactful than like most superhero movies. Mm-hmm. Uh, so maybe they'll take it as a legitimate piece of filmmaking and give somebody an award for it. It would feel weird though if like there's like all these like dark dramas and then it's like, and best actress goes to <laughs> Angela Bassett in a superhero movie. <laughs> <laughs> hey, so spoiler alert, Lane, this is a spoiler uh zone podcast. So what about two new characters, uh T- T'Challa Jr. <laughs> or Toussaint, and which I think is pretty cool. And um Riri. Ironheart. Riri was like Bagger. That was like uh I don't know. I felt that's the thing that was a little annoying about this, which I I it they're doing it in every Marvel thing now. Is just like they have they're planting seeds for too much, and it's mm-hmm. like too. Obvious. You can see it, yeah. You yeah. can see it, yeah. Like in like in Doctor Strange, it's like okay. I this feel like she just came into the story so abruptly, like out of nowhere. They just they just looped her in, and you know it was weird for me with her character because she like like what was her stakes? Like why <laughs> did she risk her life to fight for Wakanda? Like you know what I mean? Like. And then and, make a whole you know, badass suit that she don't even get the key. Yeah. It got yeah. me at the end. I, and then, no, no, no. It got me two things. Ogal was like, you can't keep this. I was like, what? And then Ogal was like, yeah, that's cool. She was like, yeah, I get it. <laughs> like, well, why did, like, what? How much time did you have to make this suit? Did she yeah. know in advance? Like, I would have been like, well, can you just not use vibramian in, in it or something because i'm gonna need this like <laughs> yeah, i have to I, go back to like the united states where like they know i know how to make vibranium they're going to kidnap me and force me to make vib- like make a vibranium detector like this shit ain't over <laughs> i need some protection <laughs> and was i the only one who was like confused by the whole car situation she was like yeah so this your dad's car that got broken and I reassembled it, and I'm gonna get it, and I'm gonna get mail back. Maybe you, you got well, it got destroyed. Remember in the car chase? Yeah, so she probably thought it was like demolished, and so I guess Shuri found time to restore the car. I'd rather like, have my Iron Heart suit. <laughs> I mean, yo, you read the comics. Apparently, the Iron Heart comic, like her dad it died in a car crash or something some it's got like sentimental value it, is she is she just supposed to be like new new tony stark like yes or is it- <laughs> like, oh, actually both with the mit and like yeah like, even there's one part where the guy goes oh shit she got iron heart suit or uh, uh um whatchamacallit suit on uh iron hey, man suit on hey man you should, you should i mean if you google like some of um the comic book art it's pretty cool like she's got like an afro and um like the suit is pretty like sleek so i remember hearing about um iron heart as a character being created um maybe around like <laughs> sorry have you have you ever been hearing about lebron and migos no oh man have y'all heard malcolm have you heard about lebron and migos all uh-huh. right so <clears throat> Y'all heard about takeoff dying, right? Yeah. All right. So LeBron was like, yeah, 
<laughs> people were making fun of LeBron James because he was like in the press conference, he was like, Yeah, man, it's horrible, man. My first year at Miami, I was listening to Migos. That was in 2010. Migos didn't form until 2013. Everybody's been calling him out on it. <laughs> <laughs> so it's like it's like a meme, you know what I mean? <laughs> Like, yeah, so I was on this back in so and so. So I don't know. Um, I what forgot I was- to do with anything. <laughs> yeah, I, 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 was about, I was about to do a joke, but y'all didn't even know it, so I had to explain oh, the whole stuff. God damn, oh, that was like a five minute setup. <laughs> <laughs> God, and then Yo. you got the joke. <laughs> back to Riri Williams, though. Yeah. Is it just me, or did y'all feel like there's some sexual tension between Riri Williams and, Sh- and Shuri? Yeah. Okay. All right. Cool. Yeah. I, I thought I didn't know if I was just like tripping, but okay. All right. I thought it was like it was like pretty subtle, but no, I didn't. And then I maybe I'm reading into it. I felt like it was more so like familiar. I mean, they were both black tech genius girls, and. I feel like Shuri sees her more as like a little sister mentee type of thing. Yeah, uh, good call. Gosh. Good call. I mean, they just seem really close in age, though. Like, I didn't like. I kind of <laughs> felt like that's what they were going for, but they just seemed like the same age. So I didn't was like, yeah, that part like was like a little like, yeah, Shuri was like about nineteen. I'm like, <laughs> so like on, on one aspect, on one brain, I don't want to be like, because you know, I hate that, right? You know, we've all been there. If it's like one other black person in the class or one other black person in the office you know what i mean or whatever have you they're like hey you guys would be friends or you know y'all should be a couple and stuff and like what just because we black right so i don't want to be like that just because oh yeah they're two young black females they should be digging each other right so i don't want to be that way on the I other aspect young black females <laughs> in the movie though i just you know, feel like they're really no no last aspect they have like a lot in common like they got similar vibes (laughs) similar ages they're both avengers (laughs) i think was i was like wakanda that was was another thing that was kind of like it it was a it was an understated plot point but it was like look imagine if you know um uh what's his name nomar what is what is his name the bad no nomar nomar Uh, huh what is it? Neymar. 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 Uh, Neymar. Neymar. Yeah. Imagine if he was like, go get this scientist, right? And they went and found the scientist. Yeah. And and imagine if they uh, found the scientist and it wasn't like a young black girl. What if it was like some asshole white dude? Would they have been like more (laughs) readily available or readily just like, all right, here it is. You know what I mean? (laughs) That was a coincidence. They were like, right. They're like, no, we got to protect this young girl. But it's like Colo- colonizer, right? Right. You know what I mean? Like they, they I, I'm like that. That component of the storytelling it was so convenient because anybody else would have been like, man, fuck this dude. Here you go. So, like, I'm sorry. Right now that component of storytelling was convenient because what was not convenient to me was like the whole we got to save a scientist or we got to kill a scientist shit i was like what oh, it doesn't right we don't need <laughs> it. i that was one of the and i was watching the video right wizards it's it ain't a wizard it's a scientist it ain't a scientist <laughs> yeah i that was the one that was in the video that was like plot holes that i watched it was like 
explaining that I guess like th- there was only one of that vibranium detector in the world. And I guess the CIA didn't know how to like reverse engineer it if that one got destroyed. So like, I guess Namor was like, well, if we get the scientists, then they'll never be able to recreate this vibranium detector. Um, but then also he said later in the movie that like, he's like, I, I don't really care about the scientists. I really just wanted y'all to like, uh, you know, to like, we are wives. y'all to know that we, 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 you know, I'm trying to fuck with y'all. Like, yeah. you know, like, <laughs> that was weird. Like, yeah. The whole ending was like so open ended in so many different ways. How about this? I mean, first of all, I kind of liked it though. His his blue lady was like giving him some heat. <laughs> she was like, wait, like, wait a second. Right. So you gonna tell me we went up there and fought all them? And now y'all just cool? Right. And you right. just painting on the wall? Right. And he's like, yeah, yeah, it's cool because, you know, uh, we, she my partner. And you see what I'm painting? It's me fighting a tiger. Panther. <laughs> 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 right. A panther. So, yeah. I'm playing the long game. Something I had to put together, like connect the dots on <laughs> that wasn't clear in the movie is that like the blue people, like I guess they only turn blue whenever they're closer to the surface but whenever they're in their like uh kingdom they were regular i thought that that's where those were just like different factions of like <laughs> and i, I gotta be get i gotta be honest so now you say that i really wish and what do you think about this deal i feel like that could have been well what i have in my head in particular is the boogie nights shot when it's a girl she's like walking and then she goes underwater and it's like a, it's one long shot I feel like they could have done a shot with like following one person, right? Yeah, some shit like and that. And it's like they're they're white, they're underwater, they're 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 regular, and then they and then you see them like jump and then they turn blue. You know what I mean? And if they did it with like a whole bunch of folks, just like make that very clear that that happened. Because yeah. yeah, I didn't realize that happened until like a YouTube uh, video. And I was like, oh, that's cool. I didn't realize. Didn't that. they show it kind of once, like in the flashback to like the 1700s or whenever, like? Yeah, kind of once. Because like, they, yeah. they woke yeah. up and they were blue and then they like jumped into the water, but I don't know if they turned automatically into like, yeah. Uh, you it know, kind of once. But I just thought that would have been real, real cool in battle. I just thought it would have looked cool. You know what I mean? But yeah. yeah but also, cool. I don't know. Um, <laughs> all that, all that graphics don't come cheap. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. No, they were cool. They were, they were really cool. I so, <clears throat> and y'all got any uh, favorite scenes? Yeah, my favorite scene was whenever uh, the blue people and Namor attacked Wakanda. Yeah. They came in and, and, and gangsta as hell. Guns yeah. blazing. Dude, um, here's my thing about Namor, right? I always thought he was bad, but when I really thought he was a bad dude was when he was, like, flying. And they showed when he was, like, doing his little, like, skips. Yeah, and stuff. He's like, yeah. he's like, dude, dude, that shit was cold. And he go back. I'm like, dude, you can't stop this, bro. Yeah, <laughs> and, and then whenever he like, um, punch dude from uh, get out, like the big, the big old like, uh, you know, he punched dude in the chest. Yeah, he, he broke his leg. <laughs> I gotta be honest, man. After seeing him in like, uh, uh us. He kind of seems like goofball, just yeah. a little goofballish. Just a little oh yeah, goofballish. yeah. Oh, I see. Oh, it's not get out, but yeah, yeah. He, I mean, yeah, I mean, he's like 
comic relief though. I mean, he is intentionally comic relief in this shit. Like, you yeah. know, <laughs> he's not like a yeah. serious dude. But uh, but yeah, man, that was my favorite. Um, I, I I thought that that scene was hype. But the other scene that I liked, but I had an issue with, was whenever uh, they were fighting one on one, Shuri and Namor, and Namor st- stabs her in the abdomen, and then she comes back like unfazed. I'm like, what? You know what I mean? Like, I was like unfazed, like. I, I don't know how she came back from that. So I, was, I don't know. That was kind of some bullshit to me. I mean. So here's my theory. Here's my take on that. Well, first, I agree. That's some bullshit. They waved over that. And you even bring up, which I don't know if you saw in one video. <clears throat> there was zero blood on that stick. <laughs> yeah, yeah. She comes Anytime she came out the water, too. Elaine said this. Anytime they came out the water, she was dry as a bone. I'm like, yo, she just came out of the water. Why is she, like, absolutely dry? Like, <laughs> her, look, her hair is braided. Ain't, ain't no hair out of place, right? <laughs> <laughs> you don't see no stragglers. <laughs> yeah. The, the, like, that was in something else that was touched on in that plot hole video. Was, like, that whole stat. Because I... I was like, what? How is, am I missing something? I thought that I had seen it wrong. But like, I guess the only excuse is like, I mean, it's vibranium tech, right? Because like, remember they saved the CIA agent in the last movie who like got shot in the arm or whatever. And like, you can just put some vibranium beads inside of like wounds and they heal and shit. So I mean, yeah, yeah like I guess, yeah, that's true. Okay. <laughs> they could have, they could have, yada yada. That was yada, my yada. problem. Is like, I wish that they had just like got her to be Black Panther like sooner in the movie. Yeah, because they were just like, all right, she got the suit here, and like no explanation. Like, like how is she different from like, you know what I mean? Like and now she can fight. Yeah, I mean, well, she was fighting in the last movie, too. Oh, she was? Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. So she had, like, on, like, arm shooters and shit. Like, she was fighting inside of the first movie. I think uh, it's just... So I agree with you. I think it's a struggle because I feel you. I think as an audience member, I would like to see her. But then as a storyteller, though, it is difficult because you see they very much drove it towards it's about her mourning and stuff. And yeah. I think but it's also her. a superhero movie called Black Panther. <laughs> I just wish that I got to see more like Black yeah. Panther. Like, you know, yeah. it's like, look, like there's a lot more Namor. It was a lot more Namor than Black Panther. <laughs> yeah, dude. <laughs> Come on, y'all. Like, it was- yeah, and you know what? Um, yeah, and dude, like, rewa- I rewatched, I'm sure y'all did too. I rewatched the original Black Panther over this past week. I like, didn't, original- I should have, though. I was kind of lost, dude. Original Black Panther, it's like it starts out, it starts out the gate, dude. Like, yeah, I'm a Black Panther, I'm, I'm, I'm the superhero, I'm a Black Panther because yes, movie. out the gate, he's just like, I stay cold, you know what I mean? He's down in the yeah. woods and stuff. Come out, so it's like out the gate. He's like, I'm Black Panther and stuff, and it's pretty cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. With this one, it it kind of took a while. Hey, so um, I I finally remembered my joke. All right, so the LeBron James joke was this. So I was about to be like, well, Ironheart, yeah, I was cool. Ironheart back in like 2000. (laughs) Damn, was that before she was a character? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Ah, I got. 
I actually, I do. I, I didn't he know. He just started shaking his head. From. I didn't know where the memes, memes were coming from, but I did see a bunch of memes about how, like, LeBron will be like, oh, yeah, like, I love, I love that book. And then, like, it'll be multiple pictures of him reading the same book, but it's always, like, the first five pages of it. It's like, are you reading that book? <laughs> Reading the autobiography of Malcolm X for like a decade now, bro. Like, <laughs> <laughs> um, funny, man. Yeah, so yeah. now you know the meme. Now you get the meme. Okay, so yeah. there was a point to me kind of doing that uh, two minute tangent about that. <laughs> All right, so <clears throat> Malcolm, you told your favorite scenes. I kind of interrupted, man. Do you got anything else in your favorite scenes? Uh, no, no, no. You got it. You got it, Theo or Ed. Uh, my favorite scene was um, man, I can't. You know, I really liked the. Um, I mean, I really liked the opening scene. That's what got me excited. Like, well, I guess there's two opening. I mean, honestly, the boat, the boat scene was dope as hell. Like, I was scary. Is like, I was like, what is going on? I kind of want. I wanted to see the CIA, like the the CIA folks, like get it like get you know get the business because they were just so like like naive until the last second you know what i mean it was like <laughs> the second that like your one uh scuba diver like just disappears and you're like Ugh. he went offline where is he at and she's like he's gone and she's like what do you mean he's gone i'm like bitch it's a problem now like why is that <laughs> it's going down like and, hey, you know what's you know, hilarious <laughs> Going on? Why are people walking off the boat? Ugh. It's like, yo, y'all are about to get God. <laughs> <laughs> what is this? And really, we're like, and even after like the blue dude speared at homie, she just she has like a regular gun. She just starts shooting at him and shit. I'm like, bitch, like you don't know like by now that you're not gonna be able to get, like get out of the situation with just shooting somebody with a gun. Like, yeah. <laughs> you know. <laughs> You know that's Chris Rock's girlfriend. Oh, uh, really? That's yeah, Lake Lake Bell. Okay, that's what surprised me because I was like, "Oh, okay, cool, Lake Bell, Chris Rock girlfriend. She's gonna be in this." And then, nope, nope. <laughs> Ray, yo, random, random side recommendation. I just watched Neil Brennan's like stand up on Netflix. How is it? Uh, it was. I, I enjoyed it. He's kind of dark. He's kind of dark. But he told this story about how like Netflix CEO like had this party and it was like all the top comedians, right? Like Eddie Murphy, Chris Rock, Dave Chappelle, like uh, like wow. every, every you know uh, freaking yeah, just literally every major comedian that's like had a Netflix special, right? And then he's like giving a toast. The CEO's giving a toast. And he's like, I just want to thank you guys. It's such an honor to be in a room with like all of the top comedians in the world. And then Chris Rock was like, and Neil Brennan. <laughs> 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 and Neil Brennan was telling this joke and he was like, I wish I was somebody else's so I could like, it was a good joke. It was a good joke. And he was like, I wish it, I wish there was some point uh, in Chris Rock's future where he was made fun of in front of a whole room of people. <laughs> it's like not made fun of, but like embarrassed. That's what he said. He's like, oh, I wish I would ever come back around to him, huh? Yeah. <laughs> um, did any of y'all see Chappelle on uh SNL? Yeah, I saw it. 
I was it watching. Was, I thought it was good. The, the, the monologue is pretty funny. I didn't. I haven't seen the monologue. I did see his uh, House of Dragons skit though, when he had like his pimp character. <laughs> I'm about to watch that when I get off. I just was watching it. I was doing some editing, and I was like, "This shit sounds hilarious." But if I look away, <laughs> that's pretty funny. Damn, All right. my scene. But yeah, so I think that was my favorite scene was the boat scene. Um, other than that, man, like I just like little like moments right like i really liked i just like whenever they get to mit and shuri and the general are just like in shades like standing in front of that fly ass car like looking out for the the uh for riri like i was yeah. like, really so fly right now like <laughs> <laughs> you, you know what i mean it was almost like you guys should probably be a little bit more incognito like you're two <laughs> fly ass black women like on MIT's campus with like in a fucking with a sports car right now, uh, you're standing very, out like sore thumbs. <laughs> very, Afro, very Afro future. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I totally agree with you on that though. Yeah, I, I thought it was pretty funny too when they went up into her dorm room and stuff too. I really was like, "What's going on with you?" <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, man. So those are my scenes. What so. Were your- my favorite scene, I would say, would be honestly like the whole morning opening scene, like that we pretty much saw a lot of inside of the uh, the trailer. But I still thought it was pretty good. Going into um, Angela Bassett uh, um, at the um, I don't know the government building doing her speech, and then uh, it's showing like the the female. Uh, lady uh warriors fighting and stuff and then introducing the new character um i forget her name but that actress i really like her i thought she was pretty cool she had like a dagger well is it yeah 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 so um again they were just totally like setting her up and stuff it seemed like it's gonna um um be kind of focused on on three characters in particular but um yeah so i thought that was pretty cool and if there was something else, no, you guys kind of pretty much got the other ones that I thought were pretty cool, like the coolest scene. So yeah, I could definitely done without the CIA scenes. Yeah, that shit was hella boring. Yeah. I mean, I'm happy to see Michael B. Jordan back. Oh, yeah. But when I'm rewatching this, with Disney Plus, this probably gonna get fast forwarded. That's <laughs> it. Was I don't you know what? It's stupid shit that distracts me. I was like, oh, he's got like a different style of lock. Um, <laughs> um, so somehow in the what is it called the netherworld the uh, the the ancestral plane he found a loctician. It was just like, oh, there. like I don't know. It, it was. Oh. You know, I know what I saw. I would have brought on up um, Namor. So I am actually, I'll be honest. So coming into it, I was kind of like, uh, you know what? I want to see some more Black Panther. And what's up with this Namor dude? I thought it was Black Panther movie, right? I was kind of like, I came in kind of <laughs> skeptic, right? And um, I was actually impressed with the introduction of Namor. I think Namor is cool. I think he's mercurial. I think he's true to the. 
I think he's true to the uh, comic book character, as in like <clears throat> on Monday he's a good guy, on Tuesday he's a bad guy, and he won't blow everything on up. And then on Wednesday he cool again, right? He, so he lost some cool points yielding at the end, though. I yield. Yeah, <laughs> dude. I... Also, this dude's like four hundred years old, and he's still like. <sighs> This is like what my mama said. My mom <laughs> said there was a land where there's some people. Like, bro, come on, man. Like, man up. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, well, like le- lessons your mom told you for us, Gump. So I really did like, I like that scene a lot where Namor first appears to, uh, to Shuri and the mm-hmm. mom. Like, for some reason, I was really impressed with Angela Bassett, too. I was like, Y'all, re- y'all got spears and we're ready to fight. Like, even Angela Re- Bassett was like ready, like, yo, what the fuck? Like, <laughs> <laughs> all right, I'm mad because that's when I took a pee break, man. Oh, you didn't see that? Oh, um, man. Yeah, look, man, I was like, honestly, I remember literally seeing this. I was like, it's quiet, they're chilling in the woods. Oh, they just, no. they just gonna talk. They just gonna be talking about how much they missed Ch- uh, T'Challa. Ch- <laughs> yeah, dude, that's, Real, like, they're gonna, they gonna be like, "Man, I miss him." And, and as I recall, it seemed like they were talking about her burning the white sheets and stuff. Yeah, for, yeah for dude. So it was kind of, I was kind of half right. And when I came back, I was like, "Ronda, what I miss?" She was like, "Nigga, you miss a lot." Yeah, that was like <laughs> that's kind of an important plot point. Like, that's, <laughs> it's a dungeon of like a new major character. Yeah. <laughs> the other thing that's really good, honestly, it's like it's not a it's I guess it's a sequence. It's the whole flashback sequence of like how he became who he became. And awesome. I'm like, uh of how Namor became Namor, you know, like that whole sequence of like that his story that he told about like how they you know were... so I saw that. Yeah, but what I did not see live was when he was like they call me cuckoo cuckoo, but my yeah. but my but my enemies yeah. call me Nimor. Nimor, yeah. I was like, oh, yeah. I know. my government name is Kukulu. <laughs> no, right? And I, I also think it's funny that like after meeting him and after hearing like you call me, they call me Kukulu, or my enemies call me Nimor. So sure went back and like, yeah, this nigga Nimor. <laughs> oh, he's <laughs> <laughs> Namor. Hey, <laughs> uh, I I thought that was kind of hip though. Not hip. I thought that was kind of cool though. How he how they did that? They was like they call me El Nino. No 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 love. I don't know. More is like love, and yeah. Nay is like without. So yeah. without love, yeah. no more. Namor. I thought that was kind of cool. That's oh. not that's not something in the comic books. Oh, so my last thing, I'm sorry. I like how they introduced introduced him and his world. And I think they didn't make a long thing of it. I like it when they just kind of like they in they out. They like this is this, this is that. They was like, stay tuned, holla back, Little Mermaid 2023, 2023. <laughs> um, Yo, but I like how they differentiated. You know what was weird about that though? They had like the scuba soup for Shuri. And they uh, went down and they came back up and was like, yeah, you're the first person who has ever been to like our underground palace. And yeah, I'm like, so you guys, what's no. the scuba suit? 
No, you know how? Because they went, remember in the first scene that when we introduced him, remember how one of the scuba suits, the guy in the scuba suit goes missing? Then the other girl in the scuba suit goes missing? Two scuba suits. They putting them shits to use. <laughs> okay, okay. We did the recycle program. Yeah, Blue Lady, you know, Blue Lady, you know, she was on top of that. She was like, put them in the laundry room. <laughs> but what I like, what I like about, I think, I think you were about to get on it, Eddie. It's just like Aquaman, apparently, Namor came out before Aquaman as a cook, right? But like the exact same origin story, which is like, I'm half human, half uh, Atlantean, right? Like my, like, you know, like my mom was a fish lady and she came up and like fucked like a, a fisherman or some shit, right? And so that's, he's supposed to be like from the Atlant- Atlantis. But like Aquaman already came out. That's already the same origin story. So Ryan Coogler was like, nah, like, cool, we'll keep it more. But now this is an opportunity to introduce another like indigenous people that in a world where they never got colonized, you know what I mean? So he like just kind of flipped the story in a more around so that it was like kind of a mirroring kind of example of like Wakanda, but like an underground Aztec culture, which I'm like, God damn, that's smart. That like mm-hmm. really that makes this character way cooler than Aquaman, in my opinion. Now I'm like, yeah. Yeah, I don't. I don't care about. I, I don't know. I've just heard about the Atlantis before. Aquaman's not cool. He's like, the yeah. So I don't know. This dude, like, I know DC's pissed. Like shit. They even did our under our, our water superhero better than us. Like <laughs> that's like a good one. <laughs> Never seen a good water superhero. They even play him. They play him. What's the uh, the boys? Have you guys seen the boys? Yeah. They have a water superhero on that. And he's like the lamest character. And he like, <laughs> he like just fucks fish all the time. It's really weird. <laughs> yeah. I hate those gills that they show. Yeah. Dude. <laughs> hey, speaking of the boys. All right, man. That's honestly the first thing that came to mind <laughs> when they showed T'Challa Jr. I was like, oh, I hope he ain't going to be bad. I don't know, man. That's just the first thing mm. that came to mind. Like the boys. <laughs> right. Um, so do you guys have any, uh, characters or performances in particular that you'd like to just kind of highlight? I thought we just did that. No more, nigga. Yeah. Uh, yeah. we should get that. We should get that actor's name. <laughs> it's Tanak Hereta. All right. Well, never going to remember that. No more it is. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it. I thought it was pretty cool, especially like that bone in his nose and stuff. Yeah. I thought he was. I thought he was yeah, kind of owning that and stuff. Yeah. yeah. Um, I particularly liked, and I need to see her name too again. Um, Dominique Thorne, Einhart. I liked her. Yeah, I liked her. Uh, I thought she was really funny. Um, uh, I was actually going to bring up Blue Lady. Blue lady kind of scared me, man. Especially, yeah. especially when like I don't know how they survived it, man. But it was like when she came on out there. I liked when when they had like their headdress and their mask on and stuff. And then there was like another like big blue guy yeah. who I, it was hard for me to distinct him out every once in a while and stuff. But... Yeah, blue bane. 
He just kind of gave me pretty much. Yeah, it was just like the big guy because I feel like it was kind of like that. It was like if you ask me, it was like Namor and his two people, the female and (laughs) big and Blue Bane. Yeah, Yeah. with feathers. I don't get. I don't really get uh, like what's Lupita Nyong'o's role. Can somebody explain to me like? How she got to like their underground underwater world, like why T'Challa's mom is like, "Yo, you the only one that can help us out with this." Like, what? Because she didn't matter her general, so she was like, "Yo, I'm about to call back old girl from Haiti that I trust more than general." <clears throat> I guess. But, but like, I don't know how she got down there, though. I don't know how she would have been able to get down there, especially like find it through. so quickly and easily. Yeah. So have her own water suit. It was I just think, like, yeah, that was easy. Yeah. So I think one. No, I think it flies. So one from a business aspect. I gotta be honest. I think Lupita Nyong'o's role makes so much more sense in this franchise with Chad Boseman still alive, right? With Chad or with T'Challa around, right? So it's kind of like you can focus on again Black and Black Panther too. It's like maybe she's coming like. Pick, picking up, her, you know what I mean? Her becoming the sidekick and fighting a little bit more and stuff, right? Um, kind of like in Ant-Man and Wasp, right? Yeah. So um, so I think that her role kind of changes um, a lot. Um, but then secondly, I, I think that they explained some of the videos, that's like an actual real spot. There's like an actual lagoons like that where you can kind of achieve it and stuff. And I think that they said it, uh, they were able to track it because Suri had like them little balls so her mom was able to say, yo, she's over here. And um, her tribe is the river tribe. Like they have like different tribes that are like the mining tribes, the merchant tribes. Um, I don't know, the river tribe. And so that's why she can like, she got that outfit and was able to swim. I was kind of amazed by like that little like contraption she had though. I was like, that's kind of like. Convenient. That's <laughs> just also say convenient because I'm like. How many different uses are you going to have for that, like, <laughs> type of thing? You know what I mean? It's like, all right, I need to be underwater, but I got to be able to, like, breathe. But I'm going to be underwater for, like, an hour or so. Like, who does that, right? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. Oh, yeah, another character that I call out. I didn't even realize until after I watched some of the YouTube videos is Trevor Noah playing, like, the automated, yeah! like, automated voice. Uh, no, it's Trevor Noah. Damn, I didn't even know that. Yeah, yeah. I, but I, you know, what that was also, I thought it was a plot hole. I'm not sure if I missed it, but it was just like, so before Shuri goes down to the water, right? Like she's on the bridge talking with them, and like the robot voice is like there and like helping to translate, like between the two of them, right? And then like later on, uh, Ansel Bassett's character is like, where did she go? And he's like, well, her vitals were here. Like, I mean, it's like, well, I know he's not sentient, but he could have been like, well, bitch was talking about going down into the water with me. <laughs> like, she could, he could have helped put some of it together. Like, you know what I mean? Like, he was hey, like, bro, I think that tracks because if this was Star Wars, a droid would be able to like comprehend that shit. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> they'd be like, oh, she's to the water. 
Yeah, so I feel you, bro. <laughs> like, she said she said something about going down. You know what I mean? Like something. Like, like <laughs> I wonder. So you remember how? Um, it, I don't know if you remember or you realize, but in the original um, Iron Man, uh, his AI system was voiced by the guy who ended up by Paul Bettany, yeah. who ended up playing Vision. So yeah. it's like, they, and I thought that was kind of cool how they did that, like how they had that, like from again the first Iron Man, it was originally voiced by the guy who ended up being Vision. So I yeah. wonder if they have like a long term plan for uh, Trevor Noah. It felt like they were trying to plant seeds with that because Angel Bassett was like, I don't know why you <clears> like <throat> AI. It can get, it can be sentient, and she was like, No, Mom, that will never happen. Even though like Age of Ultron is like a whole movie. <laughs> <laughs> So it's like, I mean, it could happen. You don't have to say never. Like, so was I the only one who kind of nerded out when uh old boy was like, I'm a mutant? When he was yeah, uh, oh yeah, I mean mute, I was like, yes. Oh. I didn't I, I didn't get the significance of that until after I had uh watched one of the YouTube videos. But apparently, like Fox owns the rights to the word mutant because they own X-Men, but now Disney owns Fox, so like now they own the rights to X-Men. So they're starting to like work the X-Men into the whole Marvel cinematic universe as well. So yeah. Namor's a mutant. He had a lot going on. It was like, so you were are you were born underwater, <laughs> and then you also are a mutant, and then you uh are a god too. I thought he was like also a god, like yeah, yeah, yeah. No, god and, avatar. I'm like, bro, yeah, like, I got yeah, god avatar, like moon king. No, and here's what I thought was funny though. Uh, it almost was like an SNL skit to me a little bit. Not an SNL skit, but like one of those uh, spoof movies when he was like, yeah. So that's why I don't age, and that's why I can spring. That's why I can breathe in the air. And that's why I got these little things on my feet. <laughs> and that's why my ears point up to, to the sky. Anything else you need to know about me? And I was like, hey, he's like explaining everything. Right. Right. <laughs> I don't know. I, I don't know. The weird thing I thought was when he was like, yeah, and that's why my ears point up to the sky. I don't think if he's like a fish guy, I feel like he'd be like explaining some other stuff. I don't think he'd be like. Yeah, yeah, and that's why my ears look weird. No, he'd probably be like, "Yeah, here's why I fly." Yeah, and I'm 400 yeah. years old. Right. <laughs> the ears point. So the ears pointing up give you any type of uh, like powers or anything? No, they just they just that it just looks weird. I'm a little self conscious <laughs> about it. <laughs> we can get it out of the way. You want to see my web feet? <laughs> Yeah, he's definitely got web feet. All right, did you have a, a favorite uh, character or performance, Malcolm? Before we rate it, um, yeah, I mean, I, I liked uh, Matita Wright's uh, as sure, sure. I think she did a good job acting. Um, but yeah, and then Dominique Thorne who played Ironheart. I thought that she was like a good breakout star. Um, I like to see her in more things. I thought she added like some good comedic value to the movie too. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Um, I would say that this movie needs, man, like the Black Panther franchise now needs like a 
a lighthearted one though. Like, cause I don't. Yeah, like, man, it's been heavy. A lot of people have been getting off, but between the dad and then the yeah. main, the first Black Panther, the mom, yeah. like so, so Theo in perfect style. I th- I was about to go pitch on us to uh uh do some ratings, but maybe that's it. Yo, so let's I, I won't let's pitch that sequel. What do you want to see that 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 see? Well, not if it's a sequel or if it's the series. What do you want to see in that world? Me personally, so if it's going to be light, I, I know I want it to be light, right? So, what world is it going to be in? No, you know what? <clears throat> Check it. What you call it? Uh, the Disney Plus series. Here's my pitch. The Disney Plus series, but it's going to be light. And it's going to be like, <laughs> so with the blue, they're not angels, but whatever, with the blue f- females, right? But it's kind of like insecure. <laughs> I don't know. And so it's them still in that world and they're trying to fight stuff, but it's kind of like, but they're also getting it, but they're also on the dating scene in Wakanda. <laughs> I don't know. Okay. That's but there's pitch. lesbians in that, aren't they? You know, like the two main ones are like a couple. Yeah, mm-hmm. well, it's like a whole group. So it's like, okay. so I, if it's a Disney Plus series, let's say it's eight episodes, right? The overall arching uh, plot is that it's kind of a civil war in Wakanda, right? Because they're they're killing guys, um, they're killing um, <clears throat> uh, leaders who aren't treating their 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 slaves the right way and um i don't know i'm gonna figure it on out man any of y'all got any pitches <laughs> um all right so what if kang the conqueror who's he's like i guess a new like evil villain in marvel cinematic universe and he's played by another black actor what's the, the black actor from um lovecraft country jonathan majors jonathan majors what if what if he like he uh, he goes and he steals some vibranium, and he's like, "Man, Wakanda, y'all should have stopped slavery." And then like he goes and he like stops slavery with like uh, like he goes he travels through time or travels to a different universe and he like stops slavery by like releasing vibranium into like the, the world or like overthrowing like slave plantations because by giving all the slave owners like vibranium and then like after that works he's like cool like i'm gonna like stop other like racist like, tragedies i don't know like I just like wanna... hey let's go to egypt <laughs> exactly and, uh, and so, <laughs> in the biblical times yeah and then like the, the wakandas are like chasing him around like hey bro like you got you're like changing the. It's gonna be like Back to the Future mixed with like Wakanda. Like I just want him, I want like him to go crazy, traveling through times, like stopping terrible events with vibranium. But it's a cascading effect because it like leads to a dark like future. And so the Wakandas have to travel through the time through time and stop him from destroying the space time dimension by releasing vibranium throughout history. I like that. I like that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right, yeah, I'm not as good with these on-the-fly pitches, man. I'm just gonna <laughs> give a, a, a rank. I um, I gave it one thumbs up. <laughs> down. Uh, like I said, I like the special effects and stuff, but there were definitely some potholes. 
I want to give it two thumbs up. And I was reluctant. I think I'm biased because. All right. So I think with film criticism. Um, I think you could look at films in, vo- in volume. I choose to look at them in context. And um, I can't ignore that the awareness that this movie kind of had its star pass away. And it still kind of had to move forward because it's a billion dollar project. So um, I think they did a lot on fly knowing that in context. Um, You know, I kind of tempered my expectations a little bit. So it met my expectations. It did not disappoint. Um, and again, I'm even though I'm comparing it to that last one, it's just kind of like you know, it's a again, oh, it wasn't as good as Black Panther. Well, there's a lot of movies I watched that aren't as good as Black Panther, <laughs> so um, I don't know, I think I need to give it another watch, but yeah, I'm gonna give it two thumbs on up and I'd recommend it to people. Yeah, I guess I, I um, uh, I wish there was like, I mean, one thumbs up, one thumbs down. I would, I, I. I wish that I could give it like higher. I can't give it a full two thumbs up. You know what I mean? Um, I just don't think like, I think that it's beautiful. I think that the acting is solid. I just wasn't as big of a fan of the story. And I don't feel like it feels like, I mean, it's harder and harder to do, but it used to feel like you could watch a Marvel movie without having to know so much about the rest of the cinematic universe yeah really even watch like the one before and after and it's like this movie is so tied to so many other things that if you just watched it in isolation you might and like didn't have any context you'd be like what the fuck is going on like what's the part of this this riri girl like what's the whole (laughs) why is she you know like she doesn't need to be there like why am i spending so much time on this funeral, like I, you know, what I mean? it's like so. It's so much tied into the death of this, of Black Panther that it doesn't really give you time to like care about the characters that are in the film and get more character development in with them. Um. So yeah, I don't know. It, it's not gonna. It's gonna be hard. I'm gonna show Stokely Black Panther one, and you're gonna be like, "Oh, it's pretty dope." And then I'm gonna be like, "Who you want to watch a sequel?" And I'm be like, "All right." And then halfway through, be like, "I'm good." Like, I still feel like he's gonna be <laughs> not gonna ever watch Black. Like, I would never start with Black Panther two. <laughs> like, this is this is not all right. I'm good. The first one. Hey, you know how cool that's gonna be? Like, once he starts becoming of age, like you can do that like all the time. Being like, hey. You want to watch E.T.? Check this <laughs> one out. You know what I mean? Like, that would be cool. And be like, and you'd be able to, like, watch his reaction and stuff. Or, like, hey, you want to yeah. watch back? Imagine, like, the first time you watch back. Well, you know what's going to, you know what? You're probably going to have some good experiences and bad experiences. Because it's going to probably be some times when it's like, oh, my God, this is excellent. But then there'll be a time when, like, he'll watch Back to the Future and be like, this sucks. I'm pretty yeah. sure. I don't, I don't get it. Sucks. I don't, I don't, sure what about what, what about Home Alone? That'll be great. Home Alone, yeah, he'll probably maybe, maybe it's like think about it. Like you have to have the context of a world where there weren't like phones. 
Oh yeah, you're right. <laughs> yeah, it's like, why didn't he call his cell phone? Why did he call the parents? Just like, just call them. You know what I mean? Like, it's so far removed from that shit that it's like, I don't know. Like, it's, it's I'll see what I'll see what he resonates with. I'm excited for like right now, like the Little Mermaid. We had the Little Mermaid on the other day, or like just some basic shit. I actually want to watch. Uh, now after watching that Atlanta episode, oh my god, the Atlanta episode about Malcolm. Did you see it yet? The goof who sat by the door. Yeah. Oh my god! Like, uh, I w- I mean, I really want to watch the Goofy movie with them now, but I just have to tell you guys my new thing now. I watched it with Anj yesterday for a second time, but she had never seen it before, and I told her it was a parody, but she forgot that, so she was watching. Like, I realized, like after the first, like after the first commercial break, I was like, oh, she thinks this is real, and I just kept letting. <laughs> And it and like I was waiting for her to be like, wait a second. And she never was like, wait a second. She was just like, this is crazy. <laughs> and she was like, yeah, I told her afterwards. And then she was like, I'm pretty sure if we showed that to like my entire family at Christmas, they would all think that it was real. And I was like, we should do that. Because <laughs> <laughs> that shit was like, oh my God. Like, no, what if, hey, I thought he- even like i can say this like you didn't let him know what the ending was like you'd be like this is my new mentor <laughs> well, no. like, like, we, wait, we met each other and we just had a great like we just had a great lunch uh this past week she, <laughs> she, well, i mean she knew she knew she could deduce she was like he's not in it so he must have died so she knew it was gonna get dark oh, okay but like, okay but like she was so excited there was like a, there was a funny picture of like the main the dude thomas or whatever on a table like the see the boardroom <laughs> table like in like a b-boy stance with like all of the white men around him and she was like that is such a dope picture we should get that hung and I was like, I mean, that would be a crazy clean picture <laughs> dude, i love the way they explained it that was great that was a great yeah. episode <laughs> yeah so all that to say uh one thumbs up one thumbs down for wakanda forever for me cool cool <laughs> well, it's getting kind of late, and we kind of did this kind of last minute. Any other closing remarks before we uh, kind of close it on out? Um, I'm actually at the break. I'm going to do a, a quick kind of focus deep dive on Angela Bassett because I think she uh she's got a great career to kind of talk about and recognize. Another Yale, another Yale uh student, uh, Yale School of Drama student. Damn. Okay. Mm-hmm. And her husband Courtney B. Vance. Nice. Well, right. yeah, it was great. I, yeah, I'm glad you guys were able to kind of circle with this, and we enjoyed Wakanda forever. So, rest in peace, Chadwick Boseman, and I look forward to the new projects that will be coming on out. Thanks, y'all. Peace. Thanks. Peace.
Okay, yeah, so welcome back uh, from the break. We just kind of listened to a quick excerpt uh, from the Wakanda Forever uh, film. And what we want to do is, at this point, we'd like to try to discuss entry points of how people of color were able to enter into the industry. And it's a spotlight their uh, impact on, onto the industry and their careers. So in this episode, we want to talk about Angela Bassett. Um, a little background on her. She was born August 16th, 1958 in New York City uh, to her mother, Betty, and her father, Daniel. Um, I just kind of found that interesting because my father was born in New York City in Harlem, USA, as he tells us, in 1959. So seems like they were born right near each other. Um, but Angela Bassett ended up growing up down south uh, in Florida after her parents divorced. And she also had a sister. Um, she ended up going to Yale um, to get her undergrad in African-American studies and got her Master of Performing Arts uh, at Yale as well. And she's married to Courtney B. Vance, who's another actor. Um, her entry point into the industry after uh, getting her master's at Yale, she then moved to New York and acted in a the theater at the Second Stage Theater. Um, and she also acted in several August Wilkins, August Wilkins, August Wilson plays at the Yale Repertory Theater. Um, one of those roles, in addition, included working in Ma Rainey's Black Bottom. Uh, her first TV appearance role was in Double Take. Um, and her film debut was in FX. Uh, after her TV and film debuts in the 1980s, she then moved to Los Angeles in 1988 after having a quick role in 227 and getting her Screen Actors Guild membership. Just a quick highlight, relatively quick highlight of her films. I mean, this is not everything, but she's been in a lot of stuff. So, again, she debuted in FX. She was in Kindergarten Cop, Boys in the Hood, Malcolm X as Betty Shabazz, What's Love Got to Do With It as Tina Turner, in which she received an Academy Award nomination and a Golden Globe Award, Panther, which she also acted as Betty Shabazz as in, um, Vampire in Brooklyn with Eddie Murphy, Waiting to Exhale, Contact, How Stella Got Her Groove Back, The Score, Mr. 3000, Mr. and Mrs. Smith, Akili and the Bee with Kiki Palmer and Lawrence Fishburne, Meet the Browns, Notorious, Jumping the Broom, Green Lantern, Olympus Has Fallen, Chirac, London Has Fallen, Black Panther, Mission Impossible Fallout, Avengers Endgame, Soul, and Wakanda Forever. So she's been very, very busy. And again, some relative highlights of what she's done in TV. Uh, Cosby Show, Guiding Light, 227, 30-something. The Jacksons, and American Dream as uh, Michael Jackson's uh, uh, mother. The Rosa Parks Story as Rosa Parks. The Bernie Mac Show, Alias, ER, The Simpsons. Betty and Coretta, but this time not as Betty Shabazz as Coretta Scott King. American Horror Story, Coven, Freak Show, Hotel, Roanoke, and Apocalypse. Um, a favorite of mine was she was in one episode of Master of None, the Thanksgiving episode. Very, very much uh, enjoy that episode. She's been in the Black Lady Sketch Show, What If, Red Table Talk, and she still currently stars in and executive produces um, 911, which is currently on Fox. So again, she's very busy in TV and in film. Um, over the past few years and currently. Um, just kind of a few fun facts again I learned. Um, she's got an honorary doctorate from Yale. 
she actually was offered the role uh, in Monsters Ball uh, that Halle Berry ended up winning an Oscar for, uh, but she turned it down due to the sexual content. And again, she's a Golden Globe Award winner, an NAACP Image Award winner, and an Academy and Emmy Award nominee. Um, future roles, again, she's currently got a lot of things going on right now, but future roles, uh, she's going to be in Damsel which is a fantasy movie that's going to be on Netflix. So I've always been a huge fan of, of uh, Angela Bassett. And I got to be honest, one of the biggest reasons why I thought it'd be good to kind of bring this one up is she's done a great performance in this. And I have some friends that I've been hearing say, oh man, she, she may get nominated for an Oscar for this. And one, I, I kind of was surprised that, you know, her being in a role like this in a comic book film would even be considered. But then secondly, I was surprised that she's not even won an Oscar yet. So... I think she's well overdue. Um, I think she's great in this movie role performance, but if not, um, if you learned about some of the different movies that she was in, maybe check her on out because I feel like she always delivers. Kind of like Samuel L. Jackson. Um, yeah, so Lawrence Fishburne, uh, Angela Bassett, Samuel L. Jackson, they always deliver. Um, so I hope you enjoyed, uh, learn a little bit more about them, and I hope you enjoyed the episode and the movie. So come back sometime and we talk to you on the next episode. Thanks again.